Major phone carriers make you sign contracts with rigid data plans to trap you into a kind of forced phonogamy. Sounds pretty insecure if you ask me. At Consumer Cellular, we believe in a more consensual and healthy form of phonogamy, free of contracts and more flexible to your data needs. This way, you stick around not because we force you to with contracts and fees, but because you love our phone plans. Like ardently love our phone plans. Phonogamously. Consumer Cellular. When Freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Chewing gum invites you to enjoy life. Life with Luigi, a comedy show created by Cy Howard and starring that celebrated actor, Mr. J. Carol Nash, with Alan Reed as Pasquale. As you know, Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum is giving daily enjoyment to millions of people all over America, in offices and factories, on farms and ranches. In mines and oil fields, folks find that chewing Wrigley's Spearmint helps them feel better and work better. The makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum are glad that their product is proving helpful and enjoyable to so many people, and they're glad, too, that they're able to bring you Life with Luigi, because they know it's the kind of a radio program that millions of Americans enjoy. So here it is, Life with Luigi. And now let's read Luigi's letter as he writes about his adventures in America to his Mama Vasco in it. Dear Mama Lisa, <laughs> the most wonderful thing in America is, uh, is how they work out the education. If you're between a 6 and a 16 years old, you've got to go to school. After you're 16, you can stop the school and be as stupid as you like. <laughs> so nice to see all the little bambina going to school in the morning. And they all are bringing apples to the teacher. That's American custom. You bring apples for the teacher. And who knows? Some teachers, they're so popular, they get enough apples to open up their own pushcart. <laughs> One little boy, he's passed by my story yesterday and must be shortage of apples because I'm heard him say he's going to give his teacher a piece of fruit. He's the say, if my teacher picks on me today, I'm going to give her the raspberry. That <laughs> shows the respect in America. Even if a teacher's no good, she'll still get her something to eat. But to me, Mamma Mia, I'm so lucky and proud. I'm able to go to night school where I'm going to get my good friends and the most beautiful teacher, Miss Spalding. Mamma Mia, she's beautiful. When she's asking me a question and she's looking at me with these beautiful blue eyes, 
I'm a not only forget the answer, I'm a forget the question. <laughs> but the reason I'm a writer so much about a school is because now is the middle of the term. Tomorrow we all taking a test, and if we pass, we're going to from a 2A to 2B. Well, I'm going to write to you more later. Right now is the time for me to go to my night to school. America, I love you. You're like a papa to me. From the ocean to All right, class, attention please. I'll call the roll. Mr. Basco? Here. Mr. Howitt? Here. Mr. Olson? Mr. Schultz? Here, but I wish I was there. (laughs) Quiet, please. Mr. Schultz, what did you mean by that remark? Oh, it's that final examination test tomorrow, Miss Balding. The more I study, the more for shimmers I get. (laughs) Mr. Schultz, don't tell me you're afraid of a final examination. Who's afraid? I'm terrified. <laughs> uh, Mr. Schultz, if you studied hard every night like I did, you would not be so nervous in yesterday now. For him, the size 36 body with the size 48 brain. <laughs> All right, let's not argue. I think we better review some general questions to find out just how much we've learned this term. Mr. Basco? Yes, Miss Bully. Tell us something about the Boston Tea Party. I'm Boston a Tea Party. Huh, tea Party. Hmm, Tea. Hey, sure, with two lumps and no sugar, thank you. <laughs> Mr. Schultz. Well, Mr. Basco, what year did the Boston Tea Party take place? Uh, 1775. What did you say? I, I said uh, 1783. Are you sure? 1798. <laughs> no. 1853. Stop him, somebody, before he starts a civil war. Mr. Schultz, you seem to know it all. You may tell us the year of the Boston Tea Party. Certainly. The Boston Tea Party, July the 4th, 1776. <laughs> Mr. Schultz, that was the day of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Miss Spalding, would you deny them a little tea before they sign? <laughs> Never mind, Mr. Schultz. Uh, Mr. Horowitz, will you please answer the question? Why not? The Boston Tea Party. Now, let me see. You want the date, huh? Yes, I would like the date. Good. Well, I got the figure. You see, I got my own special system for remembering dates. Now, let me see. The Boston Tea Party was 1700 and something. Now, I ask myself, 1700 and what? So I remember my grandmother died when she was 78. From this, I got to take away six years, which gives me 72. And adding on 1700, I get the Boston Tea Party... 1772. <laughs> that is wrong, Mr. Harwick. <laughs> you're going to tell me when my grandmother died. <laughs> Mr. Harwick, the year was 1773, not 1772. Oh, what a pity, Harwick. If your grandmother could have held on for one more year, you're... <laughs> well, that's life. Class, this is just terrible. If you can't answer such a simple question, I dread to think what will happen at tomorrow's examination. Uh, Miss Spaulding, I think you will feel better if you just call on me. Oh, well, all right, Mr. Olsen. The Boston Tea Party occurred on December 16, 1773. A group of Boston patriots disguised themselves as Indians and threw about 350 chests of tea into the Boston Harbor. 
Very good. And Mr. Basco, why did they throw the tea into the harbor? They liked the coffee better. <laughs> no. Mr. Schultz? The tea bags was all used up? <laughs> no, no, no. Mr. Horowitz? I can't get over my grandmother. Such a young... <laughs> Please, this is just disgraceful. When I look at my new pupils in the 2B class, only Olsen will be there. Oh, no, 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 Miss Bunny. You're going to be in a 2B class? Without us, I, I'll quit school. Come on, Miss Spalding. We don't want to be broken up. There's only one thing to do. What's that, study all night tonight? No, cheat a little tomorrow. <laughs> smile, I'm only fooling. Mr. Schultz, I have news for you. You had better be on your best behavior tomorrow. I will not be in the room while this class is taking the test. Instead, Mr. Hine will supervise the examination. Not Mr. Hine. Oh, Mama, my hair is so thick and his eyesight is so good. <laughs> All I can tell you, class, is... Uh, hello, Mr. Hine. I just thought I'd drop in and say a few words to your class. You mind? Oh, of course not. Go right ahead. Thank you. Men, I am going to supervise this class during the final examination tomorrow. I just want to warn you, I have a reputation for being strict. And that's just what I am. Strict with a capital S. I will not stand for any cheating during the course of the examination. I will seat you three rows apart. Your eyes will always be down on your papers. And I shall be watching all the time. Any questions? Yes, why don't you stay home tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're Mr. Schultz, aren't you? Yes. You have a reputation for being a wisecracker, Mr. Schultz. Well, let's see you wisecrack your way past that examination tomorrow. Mr. Hine, I'm not afraid of tests, and I resent your insinuation that maybe I'm going to flunk. I said no such thing. But you hinted. I did not hint. And I think... Himmel, what am I doing arguing with the warden? <laughs> well, good evening, Miss Spalding. Uh, good evening, Mr. Hine. And don't worry, Miss Spalding. I shall make doubly sure that the test tomorrow is conducted with absolute strictness and honesty. Honesty with a capital H. Oh, that Mr. Hine, I wish he were drunk. Mr. Schultz. With a capital D. <laughs> well, if there's only one way we can pass tomorrow. Yeah, but, but how should get Mr. Hine drafted? Hello, it's uh, what are you thinking? You think a test is going to be very hard for us? Don't ask me, Luigi. It looks bad, that's all. And that Mr. Hine. Who, who, who? You can throw another who on the fire for me. <laughs> Once they rule out cheating in an examination, they take away Schultz's secret weapon. <laughs> well, uh, well, I'm studying the very hard, but, but I would like to be sure we're all going to pass. It would be wonderful if, if we all are going to stay together in two big classes. Miss Spalding and, and all of us. Yo, huh? Yeah, but it don't. I, it don't look like it will. What should we do, boys? Smile, that's what. Into my head, an idea just pooped. <laughs> if Mr. Hines thinks he's going to outsmart us, we're going to outsmart him. Yeah, but how should We are not going to copy like a bunch of no-good sneaky rats. No. no, you are talking, Schultz. Yeah, instead we are going to use a signal. <laughs> For instance, if I ask Mr. Hines, if I may leave the room, that's really going to mean I want the answer to question number one. Wonderful. And if somebody says it looks like it's snowing outside, 
That means give us the answer to question two. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're going to make up signals for 20 questions. And then the answers can be given out with all kinds of hints, you know, like whistles and zinging and toppings, etc. <laughs> oh, I feel like a convict planning a jailbreak. <laughs> Fellas, we are going over the wall at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. <laughs> Just a second. Supposing someone does want to know one of the questions, do you think I will supply the answer? Well, we weren't going to ask you, Olsen, but as long as you volunteered, you are it. Yeah, that I don't know. Gentlemen, I will not be a party to such questionable conduct. I have always prided myself on the solidity of my integrity, the honesty of my intentions. And as for my character, my record speaks for itself. We have just heard from the senator from night school. <laughs> no, no, but wait, the Schultz. I'll send you right there. We was only thinking how much we would like to stay together. Yeah. That's the way we, we have such a touch. Or besides, even if I did help you out, uh, I might give you the wrong answers. You wouldn't dare. <laughs> Olsen, you're going to go home tonight and study your brilliant little head off, and we are going to get the questions right tomorrow. <laughs> so I think you had better do that. So if any one of us is stuck, you could give the answer. Olsen, you know what you're doing. Joy, I'm sorry. If you leave it up to me, that's like turning the gas on, giving the class a rubber pipe and saying, here, take a few pops. <laughs> Joy, I wouldn't like to, to see the class broken up, but... Uh, you're well, I'm sorry. Well, well, cheer up, everybody. We're all going to study very, very hard the next ten hours, and then, then maybe the future is going to be good for us. Uh, sure, I can just see the future now. Old get skipped. Horvitz stays here in 2A, Luigi gets left back in 1B, and me? I'm back in kindergarten cutting out paper Before we return to Life with Luigi, here's a suggestion that will add enjoyment to your daily activities. Whether you're home, at work, shopping, or driving your car, chew a stick of delicious Wrigley's Spearmint Gum from time to time. When you're chewing on a good, smooth piece of gum, you just naturally feel better because chewing helps relieve pent-up tension and gives you comfort and satisfaction. Besides, Wrigley's Spearmint Gum has a lively, long-lasting flavor that tastes mighty good and freshens your mouth. So keep a package of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum handy wherever you go. See how chewing this delicious gum can make every day more enjoyable for you. And now let's turn to page two of Luigi Basco's letter to his mother in Italy. And so, Mamma Mia, tonight the classes are taking a final examination. Right now, I'm very busy studying. Well, it's not exactly studying. In America, it's called a cramming. This means you try to push into your head in the six hours or what you couldn't push in in the six months. <laughs> Last night, Olsen was with the Schultz. And the Schultz was made Olsen to stay and listen to all the signals that we're going to use if we don't know the answers on the test. But, Mamma Mia, how we all want to stay together. 
Anyway, I'm hope you excuse me for making a letter very short because I'm gonna stop writing and start the studying some more. Alice Island was officially opened in 1889. That's too bad. Nobody should be too busy to relapse. <laughs> That's the cause of so many people dropping dead like flies from a heartburn. Gola was discovered in California, California, California. That's right. Gola was discovered in California, brought it to Chicago, and now most of it's under Pasquale's mattress. Ah. <laughs> no, 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 Pasquale, please, please. Gola was discovering the California and the Pasquale's a man. Now look, look what are you doing? You see, you're mixing them all up. Pasquale, please, please stop. Civil War, 1861 a maroon, always a maroon. <laughs> well, I'm going to show you. I'm going to pass the test and I'm going to get the promoter. Get it promoted. Get it promoted. That's all you could have taken. Sure. Well, what else is more important? Get married. <laughs> you want to think about dates, think about a date with my daughter Rosa. I'm just interested in the history, so goodbye. 1776, a declaration in the Louisiana, Louisiana is Boys, I'm getting nervous. I wish Mr. Hine would come in already and give out the examination papers. What examination papers? For us, it's the execution paper. Schultz, do you think you know enough to pass? Luigi, look at these dark circles under my eyes. Do you see them? Yeah. I was up all night studying. Every half hour, my wife gave me black coffee to keep me awake. I drank and drank and drank, and guess what happened? What? In the morning, the only thing I could remember was the name of that coffee. That's <laughs> right, everything comes out like that, you know. Columbus came over on three ships. The Nina, the Pinta, and the Sanka Maria. <laughs> Classmates, right now you are looking on the most wide-awake imbecile in America. <laughs> what about you, Luigi? Well, uh, well, I don't know. 
Pasquale was about me all day, and he's got me all mixed up. Well, we still got our fighting chance. But, hey, Jimmy, what, what are you all looking at me for? We ain't admiring your beautiful blue eyes, sweetheart. <laughs> Over that hole, do you have a... Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Mr. Hyde. Hello, Old Devil's you. Island himself. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi. Yes, yes. Here is a picture of my wife and children. Huh? If I don't come back alive, promise me you're going to take care of them. <laughs> all right, all right, enough of that. I'll stand for no whispering or talking out of turn from this moment on. Men, I need hardly remind you that this is a final examination. And I expect each one of you to keep his eyes on his own paper. Now, I warn you, don't try any tricks. I've got eyes in the back of my head. His nose would look better there, too. <laughs> I heard that remark, Mr. Schultz. One more word spoken without permission, and I'll ask you to turn in your examination paper. Is that clear? Yes, Sergeant. I, I mean, Mr. Hyde. <laughs> All right. The examination is officially started now. I shall pass out the papers. You have exactly one hour to complete the test. Remember, absolute silence. If you want anything, ask me. Now, begin. <laughs> Mr. Hind. Yes? I would like to leave the room. <laughs> what? So soon? <laughs> One has got nothing to do with the other. <laughs> I would like to leave the room too. And may I also like to leave. This is ridiculous. None of you may leave. You hear me? But I got to leave the room. <laughs> I got to. <laughs> me too. That's right, me too. I have never seen anything like this. And you, Mr. Olson, I suppose you would like to leave the room too. No. But, uh, uh, well, uh, my wife bought a dress for $17.76. What? <laughs> What's your wife's dress got to do with leaving the room? Maybe he wants to go out and try it on for her. <laughs> enough. That's enough. All right, Mr. Schultz. Huh? Leave the room for a minute and be right back. And then someone else may go. Well, what's stopping you, Mr. Schultz? I don't have to go anymore. <laughs> what? Neither do I. <laughs> Neither do me. I... Well, this is the strangest behavior. Now, what could have caused you all to change your mind? Uh, maybe because it's cold outside. Yeah, that's it. I just recall. Yeah, yeah, it, uh... It looks like snow. <laughs> Doesn't it, Olsen? Wait. Have a look. Great Olsen, he'll open the door. look? Well, what about it? It's funny. They, they don't look like snow so much as it, uh, it has more the, the, the color of uh, 1890 French dressing. <laughs> Stop it or I'll stop the test. Are 
I never heard such disjointed, unattached, ridiculous statements in all the statements. Let me see that paper. Oh, oh, oh. Uh-oh, we are drunk. Resolution <laughs> 1776. Ellis Island, 1890. Address was $17.76, eh? 1890. Please, Mr. Highland. Don't you interrupt me and don't try to interfere. I don't care what his motives or desires were. What? Mr. Oates, nobody asked you to volunteer any information. And in your paper, while the class continues, you deliberately disregarded my orders. I'll see that you are expelled for cheating on an examination. All right. No matter what the happens, we all are going to stay together, huh? Sure. And this is why we're here at the Mr. Highness's house, huh? Remember? All right, we remember. Just ring the bell, Louis. Boys, are you sure this is the right house? Positive. Can't you see him through the window there? Yeah. He's reading a book. A Thousand and One Ways to Torture a Pooper. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm... I'm going to ring. Yes? Uh, Mr... Mr. Hine, we're coming to tell you something very important. I am busy, gentlemen. You may see me tomorrow before my regular class begins. This is my home. Good night. Now, please, please, Mr. Hine, you got to listen. You, you can't expel Olsen from the school. It would break his heart. And we, we want to stay together, Mr. Hine. Was it not Olsen's fault? It was ours. It was mine. I started the whole thing. Well... I must admit that's very soldierly of you to admit to such a charge. Then are you not going to expel Olsen? Well, I'm going to ask the principal to soften the punishment. Instead, I shall ask that Mr. Olsen merely be demoted to 1B. What? The three of you got passing grades in the examination, and you are promoted to my class in 2B. Uh-huh. And yeah, what good is that? Olsen ain't Rizzo. That is not my fault. No, but a please. Miss Balding, a please. Give Olsen a little push up the stairs to her. Now, you know that's out of my hands. Our principal, Mr. Orth, is talking to Mr. Olsen right now, and his decision will be made at any moment. <coughs> Hello, Miss Balding. Good evening, class. Good, Good evening, Mr. Orth. I've uh, just spoken to Mr. Olsen. Naturally, it was uh, immediately apparent that he's more than qualified to go ahead. It's therefore with great regret that I have to make my decision. Oh, uh, regret? No, I have to wait Mr. Orth to please Adonis say it. There's nothing I can do about it. Miss Balding, after going over your students' grades last week... I had decided to skip Mr. Olson to the third grade, but inasmuch as Mr. Hind has requested me to demote him, I have to strike a balance. Mr. Olson, I can't skip you. Instead, you'll just go ahead to 2B with the others. Huh? With the others? Oh, ain't that terrible? <laughs> <laughs> the first news I ever heard. They jump in the minute I was never so disappointed in my life. <laughs> Just what my son is to say. Is it get that sort of thing? I'm with the 
I've never seen such behavior. What kind of a class do you have? Mr. Royce, they're the craziest class in America, but I love them. finish this letter. Here, the whole class is together again. Yep, Miss Spalding, Schultz, Horowitz, Olsen, and Basco. Together. It's a little bit of America. All of us. And like all America, Mamma Mia, I hope we always stay together. Your loving son, Luigi Basco, the little immigrant. The makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum hope you've enjoyed tonight's episode of Life with Luigi, and they'd like to remind you that when you want a between-meal treat, Wrigley's Spearmint Gum is just about the perfect answer. A stick of Wrigley's Spearmint is chock-full of lively, delicious, real spearmint flavor. Without being rich or spoiling your appetite, it satisfies you and helps tide you over till meantime. So for a tasty treat between your meals, and one that's not only good, but also good for you... Chew healthful, refreshing Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. Get a few packages of Wrigley's Spearmint next time you go to the store. The makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum invite you to listen next week at this time when Luigi Vasco writes another letter to his Mama Vasco in Italy. Life with Luigi is a Cy Howard production and is directed by Mr. Howard. Mac Benoff writes the script with Lou Dermott. J. Carol Nash is starred as Luigi Vasco with Alan Lee as the Squallies, Jody Gilbert as Rosa, Tom Conley as Schultz, Mary Ship as Miss Balding, Joe Forte as Horowitz, and Ken Peters as Holt. Music is under the direction of Lud Bluff. Bob Stevenson speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Wings are here. Oh, from... No, I'd never order from... Anymore, Popeye's now has wings in five flavors. Ghost pepper, roasted garlic parmesan, sweet and spicy, signature hot, and honey barbecue. Marinated in Louisiana spices, hand-battered and flipped. Makes no sense they're $5.99 for six pieces. Taste them. Mmm, crunchy outside. And juicy inside. Consider me a convert. That's the most romantic thing you've said to me all month. We don't make sense. We make chicken. Love that-
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.